Hello everyone, welcome to our first episode of the video series. I have my friend with me today, Omika, and for the one person who doesn't know who you are, do you want to give a little bit of intro? Sure, so thank you Shrey um, for having me here today. Yeah. My name is Omika, by the way everyone. Uh, I'm a Bachelor's of Science in Criminology. I recently graduated from the Pennsylvania State University, and I am so happy that Shrey could have me here today so that I could share um, a little bit more about what stalking constitutes of and just raise more awareness uh, amongst our generation so that we're able to better tackle this social issue. Yeah, so I think let's get right into it. Uh, my first question is, how would you say, how is uh, stalking different than looking someone up? Like if I, if I was looking up you on Facebook, how is that different than stalking? There's a fine line between when you're searching someone or investigating something for one occasion, let's say. Mm -hmm. um, there's a fine line between that and between um, and with stalking someone. Stalking now can be more than two or more occasions. When it's become so repeated and so into, let's say, you're looking into three months into someone's Facebook to... Mm -hmm you know, actually know everything about their life or like you're someone's, let's say, for example, using technology to know where you constantly are. So one example um, could be like, let's just say that if I see you and your friend on, on a Snapchat story, um, and if I see you at a place that I know, then I can kind of guess that where you are, like where your friend is, or the person that I'm trying to stalk. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's when you would know that you are actually stalking someone, that you mm. are making someone uncomfortable. And when do you know that you're making that person uncomfortable is when you create some sort of fear in their life or okay. you create that sense of uncomfort for them. So that brings to my next question is um, if I was being stalked, how, what are some of the signs? that okay. would be there. Let's say you started off um, in an intimate relationship and once you separate and you broke, break up with this person and you don't want this person anymore in your life, um, they still constantly try to reach out to you and you have already made it very clear either by either verbally or through written communication, through some mode of communication mm -hmm. that you do not want to maintain in contact. You not, do not want to stay in contact. And so it, it, that's where victims usually feel like, like, oh, this person that really cares about me is just trying to reach out to me, um, trying to get me back in their lives. When in reality, you will start seeing a lot of other symptoms and the effects of stalking are creating, let's say, insecurity around you. You don't you do not feel like you're safe. Okay. You are constantly in fear that you're being followed. It's like you would know when you're being stalked because like I said, it's hard to tell because you have a person that just wants to reach out to you, but then it turns into so repeatedly that, that you feel harassed. And when you feel harassed that is when you know that you're going that you're being stalked. Okay. Um, some of the effects of this type of harassment, like I said before, are like um, insecurity, not feeling that you're safe around your space, um, not feeling like you have your own privacy, mm -hmm. you start having trust issues, 
um, you start getting possibly anxiety. Um, you have the fear that you're constantly being followed and sometimes all these unconscious stressors affect your daily activities such as focusing in school, um, having positive relationships. They're very unconscious effects mm -hmm. and they start to build up and create it create a very hard time for the victims um, to keep up and cope up in a healthy manner. Gotcha. So, so it's, it's, that, it's that fear that you can kind of feel. Ultimately, stalking does create the element of fear. And when you know that element is there existing in this circumstance with you, you would know that you're being stalked. Okay. Okay. Um, so then, if someone is being stalked, what can they do um, to do something about it? Ways of reporting stalking. Okay. Um, so the first um, most basic way to report stalking is you can go to your local jurisdiction and um, or your local uh, legal authority, in other words, and uh, report that you're being stalked and harassed. Um, usually you start off with the police, uh, report some of the events, and what I would suggest is having a timeline of the different occasions and instances that someone has been trying to reach out to you. Okay. Um, whether it's emails, text messages, phone calls, um, maybe they are trying to visit you or trying to s contact you through a friend, through mm -hmm. a mutual friend. So the best way is to create a timeline of this in your head and um, if you can, it is better to note it down. They say this is better for the healing process of the victim. Um, it helps you relieve yourself and not keep all this in memory. And so you can write down the account of the events okay. and um, take it to the police station and um, just mention what are all the events that occurred. Okay. Uh, the police is then going to record an incident report and this incident report uh, can then be used for you to decide what course of action you would like to take. So then I think those events could be like screenshots of text messages, or screenshots of emails or whatever, however they're, they're trying to like reach, yes. reach out to you. And it is better to save these because in the event that, you know, something happens um, where you would need to pull out this information for the local legal authorities, you would have solid proof mm -hmm. of your claim. It is up to you to also decide what do you want law enforcement to do about it. Okay. Um, whether you want to pursue any charges of harassment or stalking in court legally, uh, or whether you simply want to issue a warning call. Okay. Oftentimes, um, when the police gives out a warning call to the perpetrator, um, it could solve the issue and it could not even in some cases but if it does that's a good thing if it does not eventually the the fact that you had accounted everything and all the events with the legal authority shows that you have proof that you already have reported such an incident mm -hmm. and then that um, a repeated offense after the warning call can turn into formal criminal charges of harassment and stalking um, they can be um, summary offense or even depending on the nature of the stalking and the seriousness of it, 
it could turn into a misdemeanor offense for the perpetrator. Another option could also be to pursue a restraining order. And um, what does that mean? A restraining order is um, a formal court-appointed order for a person to stay away from you. It can be for the person to stay away from you due, due to abuse or due to harassment. Um, and like I said before, it is up to the victim to decide if they want to pursue this. Um, the fact that you report it to the authority does not mean that um, they ultimately will take the decision. They will mostly ask you, um, what steps do you want us to take for you? Whether mm -hmm. it's a warning call or a restraining order. And to bear in mind that if it does turn into a restraining order, this is more of a civil procedure. Um, and it would, a lot of, uh, a lot of questions that perpetrators commonly have is, will this show up in my criminal background record? Mm -hmm. um, and the answer is, um, it depends on the nature of the crime. Uh, but whereas where you defile a restraining order, um, it would first see appear in your civil um, background check, okay. in your civil record. Okay. Yeah. So re reporting to the police is one action that they can do. Mm -hmm. um, would, is there be anything that they can do if they don't want to go to the police or they can do something themselves? If, if possible, you could even consult with some friends and, you know, take feedback. And it is very important to choose which friends you're able to share this with or maybe family members um, and mention that this is happening and that mm -hmm. it's making things inconvenient for you. And what course of action would be suggested or whether or not you should approach the police about it. And oftentimes talking with close friends and family really helps brainstorm and understand your own thoughts better so that you understand if this is really what you want. Um, but definitely I would say that reporting is so important. I would definitely encourage reporting above any other um, course of action because that is where you start to also take your power back. What can a friend do? If uh, I know a friend and if they're being, being stopped, what's my role or what can I do to help him or her? Right. Um, right. At that point, it is very important that you do not first reject and say, or deny their feelings. Um, you, if they're expressing this concern with you, you should acknowledge it and try to ask questions uh, okay. such as, do you think you want to report this? What would make you feel comfortable? These are some questions that you can ask your friend instead of saying things like, I don't think you're being stopped. That's absurd. This wouldn't ever happen to you. That's all we had for you guys. Um, thank you so much for watching. If you have any questions, please put in the comments or send us an email. The email is right in the description below. Please bear in mind that if you have ever been a victim of harassment, um, do take actions to understand your emotions, your feelings, and what course of action you want to take with that. Mm -hmm. And um, if you have any resources that you can share with us for yeah. other people, definitely drop them in the comments below, right? Yeah, that'd be very helpful too. And we'll also put some re re resources um, in the description box.